Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you joining us again today. Exciting stuff happening in the world of Point of Impact podcast, high impact living and all all that sort of stuff and just excited about various things and just real quick just want to say my book my new book this is living coming out january 4th very soon you'll be able to go on amazon and and pre-order it that's going to be happening soon and some other good things are going to be happening too where you're going to get a chance to read some of the devotions ahead of time the readings and meditations whatever you want to call them You'll be able to read some of those ahead of time and kind of see what the book's about, get a little taste of the the flavor of it. I can't wait for that to happen. I'm really, really looking forward to having folks like you be able to have this book and each day just spend three minutes a day with a brief reading, devotion, meditation, again, inspiration that will just set you for the day. Ideally, I, ideally you read in the morning, but you could read it any time. And there's a hundred of them, so you could do it for a hundred days. And I just feel like, man, if you did it for a hundred days and you got to the end of that quarter, you'd be like, wow, this has really helped me. It's really, really, really been a benefit. And you'll have read a book in a hundred days just by three minutes a day so for those of you that are like yeah it's too much i'm not a book reader this is as easy as it will get for you to be able to read but it's the content someone said to me just recently uh something like you know chicken soup for the soul you know with all the stories because there's so many stories in in the book it's it's many of the devotions most of them are just stories with a a thought a scripture and a thought and uh yeah you know it's kind of like a a version of that and um that seemed to do pretty well people seem to like that so i really think you're gonna like it and so i can't wait for you to to be able to sample it and all of that is coming very 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 soon so you can be <clears throat> listening and looking for it it will not be uh far away always rickmcdaniel.com is always a good place to go for information about various things you know pray.com stuff i'm doing on pray.com working on a new project for my youtube channel that i'll be talking about here relatively soon as well so lots of good stuff not waiting for the new year to launch stuff we're gonna we're gonna get it going right now and then certainly the new year with the new book coming out and all that's gonna be gonna be great gonna be big stuff so can't wait for you to um, be able to take advantage of all these different resources that are out there that you can um, just pick and choose what what appeals to you, what might interest you, what you're wanting to to see happen in your life. But I'm, I'm here not to mention, of course, uh, our continued focus on overcoming fears. And so we're going to continue that today with a big one overcoming the fear of rejection and this is uh this is a huge one i was reading an article in best life and it was about the most common fears that people have of course that grabbed my attention so let's let's kind of break it down first of all they talked about some fears that 
we're not going to co- cover because it just isn't germane. I mean, I'm talking like like people have fears of spiders or blood, for instance. And these are top fears, by the way. I was surprised snakes wasn't in there. But, you know, these are like at the very top of like the top fears that people have. People are afraid of spiders and don't like the sight of blood and a fear of water, too, by the way. And and I, you know, I can I can respect that because I always taught my kids you know, respect the water because, you know, you can, you can drown. It can do things to you. The ocean, lakes, rivers, currents, waves, you know, you got to respect it. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with having a healthy respect for that, but shouldn't, you know, shouldn't necessarily be afraid of it. But those are not the kind of fears that we've talked about and we'll be talking about but two jumped out at me one was the fear of failure we've already covered that and if you haven't heard that episode please go back it's just just a few episodes ago when we first started talking about fear we talked about that and then the other was the fear of intimacy or the fear of rejection they're not exactly the same but they're kind of tied in and and we're going to touch on that Ultimately, a fear of intimacy really just means you just can't get close to people. You have problems with relationships, you know, and, you know, across the board in all, all various aspects of your life. Fear of rejection is certainly, a, you know, tied to that, linked to it in the sense that, you know, you just don't want to be rejected. But it's not quite the same thing. But it's worth exploring today, you know, about rejection and uh, the the fears that we have in, in Psalm, Psalm 27, one, it says, you Lord of the light that keeps me safe. I'm not afraid of anyone. You protect me and I have no fears, I'm not afraid of anyone, I'm not fearful of any person or the potential rejection that could be brought into my life and and I think that that's really really important to be able to think that way you know rejection is painful and it's understandable why you know we would be fearful of experiencing it it makes perfect sense you know um but at the same time this kind of fear if it gets a hold of you can just really impact your life in in so many negative 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 ways certainly it's understandable because you know fear of rejection can be about you know you as a person your personhood and that's challenging but friendships partnerships are crucial for our lives that's where we get the support and the encouragement that we need and if we fear rejection then we don't reach out to people and then we miss out on the partnerships. We miss out on the friendships that are so vital, absolutely, totally and completely vital for your life. You can't have partnership if you fear rejection. Doesn't work. You know, life without relationships is just not that's not healthy. That's not normative. That's not the kind of it's not the kind of life that you want to have. It's not, it's not the kind of life that, that God's designed for you. God does doesn't want you to live in in a way in which you don't have healthy, positive, beneficial, supportive relationships. 
We're designed for community. That's that's uh, that's how God designed us. You know, there's some fascinating metaphors, phrases that talk about the church, for instance. One is the body of Christ and other is the family of God. And in both of those, you have a picture of community. You have a a picture of of relationship. That's that's how we're supposed to function. We're supposed to have friends supposed to be in fellowship in relationship you know whatever a lot of synonymous terms here they all mean the same thing or are you know sort of like a the facets of a diamond it's one diamond but just gives you a little different look a little different uh perspective but they're all the same kinds of things fellowship relationship friendship community they, they all mean the same basic thing i just don't think you can ever have enough friends I just think that you can never have enough friends. You're just more friends is is better. New friends, old friends. And that's the thing, you know, you never stop. You should never stop making new friends. I have some really really long-time friends and I I value them greatly. I have some newer friends. And I'm very thankful for them as well. And I think that we should always be developing and cultivating relationships and friendships, new friendships, you know, even as we grow older are extremely valuable because they can bring new information into our lives, new experiences, new adventures, new perspectives. Really, that's that's some good stuff. And you miss out on it if you have a, a fear of rejection. That really, that really hinders your ability to develop relationships. Don't let your fear of rejection keep you from new friendships, from the new opportunities to experience things that you just have not experienced before. Now, look, there's always a risk of being hurt when you open yourself up. But it can be a measured risk. A measured risk. You can you can open up to people that are in a safe environment, like a church family, for instance, where there's already people that have, you know, shared commitment to Christ, shared values that should make it safer. I'm not saying safe because look, things can go sideways anywhere. I mean, I believe me, I know about it. I spent many years leading in the church. I understand it's not a perfect place by any means and people can get hurt there too, but it's a safer place than other places. It's not the only safe place. I'm not saying it's the only one, but I think that if you can find those environments, then you can take a risk, but it's more of a measured risk. It's more of a calculated risk. It's not a wild, uh, you know, taking a flyer, so to speak, you know, just go out there and, and, and let it rip. You, you can, you can have a, a better sense that, you know, this, this in fact might, might, might work, might be a good, might be a good thing. So I, I think it's, 
it's absolutely worth taking the risk. And you may say, hey, Rick, you know, I've been hurt. And I would say, I understand that happens. It happens to pretty much everybody. Some people do get hurt more than others, no doubt about that. But that shouldn't keep you back from moving in the direction of relationship. Here's the thing. You can't make everybody happy. In fact, it's a a guaranteed uh, way to be unhappy is to try to make everyone else happy. It it just it just doesn't work. It's just not possible in this world. It, It won't happen. And believing that it will happen just really, you know, sets sets yourself up for disappointment. I tweeted out not long ago, probably a few weeks back, you know, guaranteed formula for failure is trying to please everyone. It's just a fact. I mean, it's just true. It's not possible to, you know, to make everyone happy. And if that's your goal, then you're going to end up experiencing rejection and it was unnecessary because you just need to start with that sort of default mode that you know trying to please everybody is just going to lead to unhappiness and and that's not going to get you to a place that that you want to be and it's it's just going to cause you to 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 have even greater and greater fear of rejection because when someone's not happy and you know you're trying to make them happy and it just doesn't work then that just builds in all the wrong thoughts in your mind about relationships listen to what the apostle paul said this is in galatians chapter 1 verse 10 he says i'm not trying to please people i want to please god do you think i'm trying to please people if i were doing that i would not be a servant of christ now let's just understand some things i'm not saying that you know, you should try to tick people off, that you should try to be acoustic and abrasive. I'm not saying that at all. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying, hey, don't care about people's feelings. I'm not saying any of those things. What I'm saying is that at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, who who's really trying to, to who we really trying to please. Our, our, our focus is, is on pleasing God. It's it's not on pleasing people. If we focus on people, then we can begin to sort of conform our lifestyle. And you know what? Then, and we do this because we fear rejection. But then we end up not pleasing God because we do things we shouldn't do. We're places where it's not good for us, not healthy for us. We're around things that just are not are not going to help us to become who we're created to be and not going to fulfill uh, what what the plan that God has for our lives is just not going to happen because we're trying to please people. So, again, it isn't about, you know, being a jerk and being some sort of uh, self-righteous person looks down on people. No, not saying that. But at the same time. It does mean that you know who you're really trying to please. That that's what's most important. 
You know, the Bible talks about the fear of God as the beginning wisdom, and it doesn't mean fear in the way that we're talking about fear here. That really means like a respect, like a healthy acknowledgement of God and respect for, for God. That's the, the beginning of wisdom. That's where wisdom really comes from for our lives. So we do need to have this healthy respect for God, for his, his ways, for, you know, the teachings of Jesus, the principles of the Bible. If they come in conflict with people, then we have to choose God over, over whoever that particular person might be. Now, again, before you, you know, run to that, like, you know, you throw down on everything, may, you know, you got to make sure majoring on the majors and make sure you're not making something big out of something that isn't big. So this is a fine line, you know, I always get a little concerned talking about these things that people are just going to run with them, you know, the wrong way. It, was doing recording a devotion he, for pray.com and I was talking about healing and, and how clear it is in the Bible that God wants to heal people. But in a little devotion, I don't have enough time to kind of, it's not like an article that I've got more words to say. Now, I'm not saying that everyone's going to be healed or that you can sort of boss God around and tell him what to do. So it always concerns me a little like, are people going to, you know, run with what they read in, in a few words and, and make it something that it isn't? And the, and the same thing here, you know, I'm not trying to please people. I'm trying to please God. So I'm going to tick off everybody and act like a jerk. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what God wants for us. So please don't take that out of this. What you should take out of it is that if it comes down to a choice, then you, you do choose to please God. But, you know, before you get to that choice, uh, there's probably a few steps uh, in between. And the other thing is just to understand, to go back to where I started with this, is just to understand that if you're trying to please people all the time, you're going to end up experiencing rejection because it is impossible to please everyone. So you, you're setting yourself up and then that fear cycle just goes, you know, like you fear rejection. So you try to please everybody and then you can't please everybody. So you get rejected. So now the, the fear of rejection grows. So then you try even harder to make everybody happy. And then that doesn't work. And so you experience rejection again, and that builds the fear even greater. And so now you have an even greater fear of rejection. And so you see this kind of vicious cycle that can happen. And that's what I'm really trying to interdict here right now today is to just say, let's not do that. Let's not do that. So let's just make pleasing God more important than pleasing people in the sense that you do not live your life to please people. Not in the sense that you somehow become some self-righteous, judgmental person that looks down on people, but rather that you know what your values are, you know what your commitments are, and you live those out. And if there does come a time of choice, you know which way you're going to go and you know the choice that you're going to make and you won't feel rejected. You won't fear the rejection if people disagree with your particular decision. All right. That then leads to this idea of God's acceptance of you. That God completely accepts us as we are. In other words, you don't have to kind of get your act together and then come to Jesus. You come to Jesus and he helps you get your act together. 
you know that's that's the difference there and it's enormously important the the church is a, is a hospital it's a healing place it's where people go and god helps them to become who he created them to be not that we somehow wait till we are perfect or whatever we think that means um before we move forward and the the most important thing about overcoming a fear of rejection is knowing that the most important person in the whole world jesus is accepting of you god sees in you what other people many times don't see which is your value and your potential that's how god sees you as valuable and full of potential and he has great plans for your life. So you, when you can walk in that kind of foundational understanding of who you are, man, it really, really, really makes a big difference. It takes away this fear of others' rejection because you can understand that you know who really does fully accept you. And, and that becomes the basis for how you see yourself. I, I would also say this about just like the experiences of life is that, you know, you're rejected and actually you're being redirected to something better. Rejected or redirected. Sometimes the rejection is a redirection and the redirection takes you exactly where you need to be. So while you're fearing rejection, it may actually be a part of the process that gets you to where you're supposed to be. And that is something to really ponder on and consider. It's really fascinating to think that God can use it. God can use the things in our lives that we fear and actually turn them around for our best. The story of Joseph in the Bible, where he says, you know, you meant it for evil, you sold me into slavery. God meant it for good because he used that to get me to the position of being the second most powerful man in the world and essentially the de facto leader of the world because the Pharaoh was really just kind of left everything in charge of Joseph. So there Joseph was, if you don't know the story, kind of like the prime minister of Egypt. He was, Pharaoh was like the king, but really the guy who really ran the show was Joseph. It's amazing to just think about. Here's what I can tell you, and this is something you really need to hear and understand. No one can love you fully the way that you need to be loved, except for God. All the rest of the people say, oh, my mom or, you know, my spouse, they'll try. They'll try, but it'll ultimately come up short. It'll be conditional to some degree and in some way. And of course, sometimes you may say, gosh, it's not even close with my mom or dad or spouse or whoever. You've experienced already these rejections in your life. But even the most loving person, my grandma or, you know, whoever it is, only God can give you that full and complete love and and when you are really loved and you're freed knowing that God accepts you loves you and has a plan for your life what happens is 
it just breaks that fear about the rejection of others. It just, it dissolves it. You overcome it. It doesn't mean you can't have your feelings hurt. Of course you can. Doesn't mean there won't be experiences in your life, you know, that'll be disappointing, be painful. But you don't function with a fear. That's the difference. You don't function with a fear of rejection. You can experience rejection. It can be hurtful. You can go through all that that may entail. But you don't function out of fear about relationships because you understand who you are. That you are loved. That God has a purpose for your life. When God's love comes in, what it does is it 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 removes it. It sort of crowds out the thoughts of what other people think. It's very freeing. In fact, what it really does is it frees you then to be a, a more loving person. You know, love begets love. And by the way, forgiveness begets forgiveness. Grace forget begets grace. You know, this is how this thing works. This is why it's so important to welcome love into your life, forgiveness, grace, graciousness toward others. But let's just go back to the starting point with love. Once you experience it and you realize how transformative it is, then you can become a person who's more loving to others. Now, watch this. So you receive God's love for you. That is transformative for you. That causes you to begin to be more loving to others. Your more loving ways toward others cause less rejection in your life because your loving ways are welcomed by other people. Not everyone but it's amazing how they're received. So you end up, you receive God's love and you're more, and you receive God's acceptance and you become more loving. And then because you're more loving, because you're functioning out of a place of love and acceptance, you end up acting that way, which results in less rejection. And now we've got this cycle going. Instead of that negative cycle that I talked about earlier, we have another cycle, but it's the very opposite of that. It's the positive cycle. And so the more that you really authentically love people, and then let's just talk about the other two. So then you're more forgiving. You let things go that maybe you held on to before. And then by being more forgiving than other people receive that and that draws them to you. The being more gracious, having more grace, being, in other words, a more merciful, compassionate person. People receive that from you. They want that less rejection. And you're, you know, it's just a beautiful way that relationships can work that end up having just this very, very, very positive impact. So you really turn this whole thing around. 
instead of walking in fear of rejection of other people and then acting out of that fear, which then leads to all the things that that I talked about earlier in that kind of negative cycle, you end up functioning out of acceptance and love, which makes you more forgiving and merciful and compassionate and gracious which other people receive that from you, which causes them to not reject you, but to accept you, to love you, and you're on your and you're on your way. And this fear of rejection becomes something really that's just like in the rearview mirror. It's in the past in 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 terms of your life. I really hope you can grasp this today. And, you know, just if you just still are kind of like, well, I don't know if God can love accept me because of, you know, what I've done in the past or whatever. It just I just want to make sure you're on you're clear on this or if you don't know this, you haven't heard this before. Maybe you've heard it. You need to hear it again. And that is that that God is a forgiving God and he doesn't categorize our mistakes and our failures and our sins he just says if we will ask for forgiveness he will grant forgiveness it says he's faithful and just to forgive us faithful meaning he can be counted on to do it every time just meaning he his his justice standard is different than ours he doesn't, you know, our justice system, you know, this is murder one and murder two, and this is larceny and this is rape. And we've got all these, and this is life in prison and this is 10 years. And that's not how God operates. It's hard for us sometimes to understand that, but that's God's forgiveness is available. Anyone who would ask God for forgiveness will receive forgiveness. That's just what the Bible is saying to us. So accept the forgiveness that is offered through Jesus Christ so that you can be filled with God's love and acceptance of you, which allows you then to not live in fear of rejection of others, but function out of a place of love and forgiveness and grace. And and if you do, you are going to see a marked difference in your relationships. I can assure you that. Try it. Write me and tell me what happens. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.